At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are live from NBA Summer League on the concourse at the Thomas and Max Center alongside the one and only Amal Shaw. I am Tim Murray. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM Amal. You were mentioning it before we hit the air. This set that we have here, uh, I've been watching you know, JVT and humans uh, throughout the past couple of weeks. I was here last night. It is tremendous. It's such a great spot to yeah. be here and, uh, as Summer League is wrapping up. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It should be a lot of fun. A plethora of games going on today. You see people starting to make their way in as tip-off is ready to go right now. It's interesting to me how many people come out for Summer League because you know a lot of these people uh, that you see out here, they're going to be playing in places you've never heard of or teams you don't know eventually, right? I mean, you got the first rounders, and then all of a sudden they might have a hangnail, yeah. so they can't participate in the second game. Yeah, they've done enough. They, yeah. they, they shut them down. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, the regular the regular season of all has, yeah. uh, has wrapped up, uh, and the, uh, the postseason is upon us. Uh, if you're wondering, tomorrow, uh, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific, the Knicks and the Blazers will take on for the title. Did you walk past the championship trophy on the way in? I did not. Yeah, it's it's a nice little trophy, nice little, you know, ball there. So, I don't know. Someone joked last night, if the Knicks win it, do they hang a banner at Madison Square Garden? I, you know, first of all, they'd have to go find somebody that can actually put the banner together. I mean, think about this. They haven't had to do that since 1973. They've had so. to fire all those guys. Yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to actually hire somebody to put a banner together for them. Uh, we got a fun show ahead of us. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst and, of course, co-host of The Edge. Uh, he will join us on set in just a little bit. Uh, we will go behind the counter uh, later on in this hour as well. And uh, Aaron Torres will talk some college football with us. Uh, in the middle of this program. And uh, once I saw them all that uh, I was uh, given the call to the bullpen to fill in for my guy, uh, Dave Ross, I said, well, three hours of college football talk in July. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, always uh, always good to hang out with you. Uh, a lot of baseball going on. Um, and, you know, last night I get home from wrapping this up, uh, wrapping up the show, the nightcap last night, and Josh Hader gives up six runs, gives up a walk-off grand slam. He's now allowed a run in five of his last six outings. And I, I don't I don't want to put the word Eric Gagne out there, but it's almost that feeling of what, what's going on with Josh Hader. Yeah, I think mentally he's in a bad spot right now. Joey Bart hits a homer to lead off the ninth for San Francisco. Joey Bart 
hadn't been hitting his own weight the whole year. And I mean, he's really struggled. Uh, San Francisco Giants have given him ample opportunity, but he hasn't been able to capitalize on it. And then Yastrzemski, another guy who has really struggled, hits a walk-off uh, home run there for the Giants. I think a grand slam, grand slam. To, win, to win it. So San Francisco with the come from behind win. You know, Tim, you mentioned that this Giants team, they made a couple of errors or a crucial error by Lamont Wade in the fifth inning that led to five runs by Milwaukee. Nothing else. Everything else was status quo, just going through the game, beautifully pitched by Milwaukee. And then the ninth inning, Hader comes in. Williams wasn't available because that would have been his fourth consecutive game in which he had pitched. And all of a sudden, you see the wheels just come off for the Brew crew there. And a bad loss because that was a game you thought you were going to win. Mm -hmm. You had it in the win column. Remember, St. Louis right on their heels. Cardinals get the win against the Reds yesterday. So I know they're in action early on right now. I, as I, when I was coming in, I saw it was one nothing Cincinnati, but I don't know where we're at right now. Yeah, taking a look at that, the St. Louis Cardinals have taken the lead. It's 2-1 to one, uh, in the bottom of the second inning. So, yeah, I mean, when you look at these division races, uh, and, and still obviously plenty of time, we'll have the trade deadline coming up uh, in uh, about three or four weeks of all. But, yeah, that is one team, Milwaukee, that uh, has really strong starting pitching, as we saw uh, a couple nights ago with Corbin Burns' performance. But, you know, Josh Hader, I think, had gone 30 consecutive outings without allowing a run, and now he has given up, I think, 15 runs in his last 12 and change. So, like you said, especially with closers, the expiration date uh, is, uh, it, it comes up on you quick, like a, you know, a bad bad milk uh, carton of milk and I don't I don't want to go there just yet on Josh Hader but he's got the all-star break maybe couldn't come at a better time for for Hader yeah I would agree with you at the same time though I would also contend that you know what he needs to get back out there I think sometimes That's you just got to kind of work your way through this thing I think mentally the more you got to sit and marinate on this he won't probably pitch tonight but just based on the number of pitches he threw yesterday would be available potentially Sunday where you expect Williams to be available on both days here for Milwaukee if they need to close out either of these games but I tell you, you have a real concern if you're in Milwaukee in the back end of that bullpen with the way Williams is pitching at just an elite level. And if you can get Hader back on track, mm -hmm. you feel really confident in making it a you know seven-inning game. All you've got to do is figure out a way to get your starters through five, maybe six innings and turn it. just figure out the little stopgap in the seventh inning. You know, Kansas City used this formula to win a World Series, and we saw it when they had Holland in the back end there and Wade Davis in the eighth inning, who was absolutely lights out for the Royals during that World Series campaign. So it, to me, is uh, it's just interesting to see how this is going to play out. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Devin Williams, though, if they're right, you know, you got Boxberger in the seventh, yeah. uh, you know, Williams in the eighth, and, and, and Hayter in the ninth, but they got some things to figure out. And as you mentioned, the St. Louis Cardinals uh, getting an opportunity to uh, to take on the Cincinnati Reds and, and maybe make up some ground. And that's the situation that's going on in the NL East uh, with the Atlanta Braves getting an opportunity to play the lonely uh, Mime Washington Nationals, who are just a disgrace right now and might be trading Juan Soto. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're slowly creeping up on the heels of the New York Mets who are right now scoreless in the top of the third inning and another opportunity as a minus you know at bet MGM around a minus you know 230 favorite uh, against the Washington Nationals this afternoon with Max Fried on the hill uh, the Atlanta Braves have got a, an opportunity here Amal to maybe catch the New York Mets or be a game back come the all-star break yeah absolutely Mets right there on the, uh, the kind of collapsing a little bit here in terms of this division race. Atlanta really playing well, but also I think uh, give the Braves credit. They've taken advantage of a mm -hmm. weakened schedule. Totally Mets agree. still taking, uh, taking care of business, taking two out of three games. It remains to be seen how everything plays out going forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, the news today was that Juan Soto turned down a $440 million contract extension uh, by the Washington Nationals. You know, for me, I know this, this made massive headlines, as it should, as he's one of the bright stars in the game at just 23 years old and on a team that is just absolutely terrible. But if you actually look at the deal that was reported, it was very backloaded. The annual average value was about $29.3 million, which would have been 20th most in the league. So, you know, the number 440 pops a lot, but I think it was probably the right move, almost no doubt, by Soto and his representation, Scott Boris, to turn this offer down. And now comes the question, what do the Nationals do? Do they try to trade him? And with that all being said, Amal, the question is, if someone's able to acquire Juan Soto at the deadline, you know, how much does that make them 
better shape to win the World Series. Well, I think it puts you in a great position, right? You got, you're talking about one of the top left-handed hitters and top overall hitters in baseball. The Nationals had offered him 15 years uh, for 440, as you alluded to, but he turned that down. And knowing Boris, he's going to take him to free agency. Yep. But here's what I don't get. These teams continuously go to free agency, and these contracts that are signed, outside of Max Scherzer or maybe one or two other deals, how many people have actually panned out in these long-term deals? To me, I would rather pay a higher average annual value than pay a guy 15 years. I mean, think about that. You're talking 15% of a century. How many guys are actually going to perform at an elite level? Think about when the Yankees in the back end of this Garrett Cole contract, and he's 38, 39, and they got to pay him. I, I just don't think a lot of this stuff makes sense. For me, I would rather be in a situation where I pay a guy 40, 45 million, like the Dodgers with Trevor Bauer in that two years, 40, uh, 80 million. with the Mets. Yeah, the Scherzer one. Yeah, it, I think it's such a better deal because at the end of the day, you're not giving up as much money, and then you're not handcuffed moving forward. And I think for the Nationals, it wouldn't have been a good deal. They're still stuck with that Strasburg deal, oh. which I never understood. Awful. You know, when Strasburg opted out, and I said, you know what? Don't sign him. You got the World Series already. What are you doing? There's no reason to. You know, it's funny. People are saying, well, he should, uh, you know, he's smart for turning this down. No, the Nationals are idiots for offering this. They really are. <laughs> Why are you giving a guy 15 years? Think about so many things in life. Everything's on a yearly basis, maybe two years, three years. I just don't think it's worth it. I think you look at in the NBA, in that sense, it's a much better deal where you give guys four years, three years, because you're not stuck with these contracts forever. I mean, Think about how many teams are trying to move teams, eating certain parts of contracts. It just becomes ridiculous after a while. I think about the deal that Chris Bryant got from the Cubs. I'm sorry, from the uh, Rockies. Mm -hmm. Nobody was going to pay Chris Bryant, but somehow Colorado manages to do that to finish in fifth place or fourth place in the NL West. Yeah, you, and you mentioned an annual average, uh, average value. Um, you know, I remember when Bryce Harper went into free agency a mall and the Dodgers, I think, reportedly offered around 35, 40 million per year, yeah. but a short deal. Right. I thought that was really smart by the uh, by the Dodgers. And, you know, the Phillies right now, they haven't made it to the postseason. Obviously, he won the MVP last year, but they're they're with him and there's no opt outs. He's there for the next 10 years. Uh, but, you know, for these players. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, when it comes to the trade market, there's, there's different reports, you know, anonymous front office members saying the Herschel Walker deal or, you know, the entire farm system. It'll be really, really interesting to see. I think this is all a lot of smoke. I would be very surprised if he's traded before the deadline, but I guess crazier things have happened. And if a team like the Dodgers, let's say, you know, ponies up and just, they've got a great farm system. Uh, what you know, what this would do to their lineup. I'm just speculating. It, it would be just absolutely absurd. You're absolutely right, but I, I sit there and I think of teams like the Mets who need a left-handed bat. Yeah. If you're the Mets and you're Steve Cohen, you're willing to spend money. Imagine if you go get Juan Soto. The entire dynamic changes in the National League. Now, all of a sudden, I think this team is on par with the Dodgers because, look, as good as Kershaw was last night, as good as he's been this year, Trevor, uh, excuse me, uh, Walker Buehler dealing with injuries, Tony Gonsolin, I still don't know how effective he'll be in the postseason. Julio Urias, even though he's had success in the postseason, give me Max and give me DeGrom yeah. any day of the week. We've seen uh, Peterson pitch well. We've seen what this team is capable. You put Juan Soto in that lineup. You've got Frankie Lindor. You've got uh, Pete Alonso, I think all of a sudden now the dynamics change with this New York Mets team. I think if you're Washington, you trade him. What's the point? He's going to walk in free agency. You're not going to sign him. And your farm system, as I know, being from that area, uh, is absolutely putrid. And they're trying to rebuild on the fly. And, and you could, if you can get a King's ransom, it's it's one of those situations where the fan base might not be happy, but like you said, you know, what is one player doing for you? You're 30 and 63 right now. That, that's exactly right. To me, they're so far away from being competitive. I think they should make this move. To me, it's a no-brainer if an opportunity presents itself. Yeah, we will see. Uh, interesting news in the baseball world coming out. That's Amal Shaw. I'm Tim Murray. We're live from NBA Summer League at Thomas and Mack. J JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, will join us on set next right here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. We are on the JVT set. This yes. is the Jonathan Von Tobel set, and he is kind enough to grace us with his presence right. here at Summer League uh, alongside Amal Shaw, Tim Murray, and Jonathan Von Tobel, the host of The Edge, Hardwood Handicappers, and our senior NBA analyst. So, JVT, appreciate you stopping on by. Uh, Summer League wrapping up tomorrow. Championship game will be the Blazers and the Knicks. But I just want to start overall takeaways from what you've seen from some of the bigger names that have been here. And we were just talking about it off air with Jaden Ivey. And, you know, Amal, you and I love watching college basketball. Um, You know, I've mentioned it this past week or so, which is I actually think his game increases going to to the NBA. He's so athletic. I felt Matt Painter kind of stunted him a little bit with the bigs down low. So... With the action you've seen of Jaden Ivey with the Pistons, what are your expectations for Detroit? And, and do you think, you know, Jaden Ivey, depending on where you look, in that 6-1 to one range is worth a look for Rookie of the Year? So I would say, yeah, for the most – I think I want a little bit more in terms of the number itself. But I think, look, Ivey is really good. Like, I, I got to watch him up close. And we only got to see him for like a, quarter, like a game and a quarter. So right. it wasn't really that much before he got injured. But when you look at the speed, the speed's absolutely real up close. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, his three-point shot is a little farther along than John Moran at this point. And he's – you know, they, we've seen that comp quite a bit. And we were just talking about this off the air. If he adds a little bit more of a consistent, like, mid-range push shot floater or something like that, because that's kind of the weakest area of his game, I think that this is going to be a legitimate player in the NBA. And adding him to this Pistons mix, the Pistons are a team that I have circled to, like, make the playoffs, depending on what the number is going to be by the time we get to the season. And, you know, it's going to be a play-in type of mix, so it's going to be a little bit higher. But when you talk about Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Jaden Ivey, the core that they have, that's a really intriguing young core. And remember, at the end of last year, it's one of the best bet on teams in the NBA. I think at one point they covered 15 consecutive games. They're extremely competitive. The growth was real. The Pistons are going to be really good next year, and Ivy's going to be a big part of it. I, I would agree with you. I love that combination of Cunningham and Ivy. Uh, these guys could be really dangerous. I like the Ja comparison. I think he's got a potential to be better than John. I don't want to say that at this point in time because Ja's mm-hmm. become a superstar in the NBA. JBT, I don't know how many games you've been able to take in in person or watching on, from television, but who else has impressed you that not, not some of the guys that are playing here? I'm talking about guys that are first-round picks or guys that are definitely going to be on a roster next year? Uh, I'm going to go with Benedict Matherin. Like, yeah. He's been absolutely unreal. And when you're talking about being able to shoot about 38% on about four-and-a-half, three-point attempts per yeah. game, the shot's real. You already like the mechanics of it, right? right. Super high release. Looked like that's going to translate really well to the NBA. And what you like the most about it is he is going to be in a backcourt that is already kind of stacked a little. You have Tyrese Halliburton. You have Chris Duarte. Uh, you have the pieces there that I think when you're looking at how this can expand for him and how it's going to look for him once he gets to the NBA, I think it's going to be pretty good for Benedict Matherin. So it's him, and it is really hard not to mention Keegan Murray. Murray has made this look easy. Like 20, like 20 and 10, he's shooting extremely well. Yeah. He has absolutely been the Kings' best player, like bar none. He's yeah. been the best player on the floor for Sacramento, and he's in the range of about 12 to 1, depending on where you shot for rookie of the year. When you're not talking about the big boys, right, like Powell, 
Romero is the obvious easy answer. Mathurin and, um, and Keegan Murray are the two that immediately pop up, especially when I got to watch them in person. They've been fantastic. Are you concerned at all that Sacramento just did not expect him to make the postseason, that he could get hurt in terms of rookie of the year voting? And that's really the abyss of NBA markets when you think about it. I think sometimes they play at 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7.05 on the West Coast, a guy like Murray. Not a, a vocal guy, not a really outspoken guy. Had a tremendous career at Iowa, but it sometimes can get forgotten when you look at a voting standpoint for rookie of the year. It, it could, but I also feel like rookie of the year is a little bit different, right? Okay. Like where you're, you're specifically looking at the rookies and their numbers for sure. that kind of an award. So you, you tend to notice those guys. Like Herb Jones, for example, right? Last year, he didn't win rookie of the year, but he was widely regarded as one of the best rookies, and most of it was because we played defense, yeah. right? And you usually don't men, you know, notice yeah. those sort of things. Yeah. So I think Murray will get noticed. And the other part about that, Amal, is while we don't expect Sacramento to make the playoffs, they want to make the playoffs. Sure. With the moves that they have made, for some reason, they're really set on getting like a 9-10, you know, 8 seed, yeah. uh, and whatever the play it <laughs> means for them, they want to get there. And some of these teams, right, we, they have different expectations, and we can kind of time Minnesota into this. Is Minnesota going to be a finals team? No, but is that a team that has not gone to the postseason for a while, except for last year, and maybe they just want that hint of playoff action? And I think that's why you make that move for Rudy Gobert. It's the same thing for the Knicks, who are desperate for a star, and I think you, to a lesser level, it's the same thing for Sacramento. They just want to get on the stage and get a primetime play-in game maybe even a little bit more, and I think that'll help Keegan Murray. I want to ask you, if you're Sean Marks and Kevin Durant is threatening to want to leave the building, what would you do? Because I have a very strong opinion on this one, and I would say, listen, you go to Rich Kleinman and you go to Kevin Durant and say, hey, listen, we appreciate we want to get a trade for you. If we can get a haul better than Rudy Gobert, we're willing to move on from you. But I'm going to tell you right now, if we don't get what we want, you're going to play here or you're going to sit. If I'm Joseph Sy, I say that to him. I mean, look, you got this guy under contract. You can't be held ransom constantly by star players. Yep, and well, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So talking to people out here, uh, whether it you know, be at Amino Hassan, we got to talk to Bobby Marks, we talked to a lot of people who would know, uh, it, it seems more and more, and the betting market reflects that, because of what happened with DeAndre Ayton, the fact yeah. that the Phoenix Suns matched that offer, the fact that he can't be traded until January 15th, all of these things, there's really no package out there for yeah. Kevin Durant. So if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you're talking to him and you're telling him, look, like you're going to be on the roster when the season starts. Let's see if we can work this out. And I don't know if it, it kind of flew under the radar, but there just happened to be a report about two or three days ago where Kyrie Irving is warming up to the idea I for playing with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. But you want to know why? Because there's no offer out there from yeah. either other than the Lakers. There's no market for him. And so when you're talking about the Nets and you're looking around at everything and you're going, I'm going to get Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and like maybe three picks, like that's not really worth it. So at the same time, you're like, look, let's let this calm down. This is the longest offseason the NBA has had in almost two years now. Let's just let cooler heads prevail, and by the time the season starts, those two might be on the roster, and I think that's what's going to be the case. I have not had a chance to talk to you and ask you about the Rudy Gobert acquisition by Minnesota. Remember, the Timberwolves are always used to not having first picks because they do everything to get Joe Smith, Joe Average. <laughs> and, you know, the reality of it is they give up all this to get Gobert. Now, look, a lot of people are kind of negative on the deal. I like this a lot because you get a rim protector. Carl Anthony Towns can go out to 25, 26 feet. Do you believe this helps Minnesota at a level? Not only can they get past the first round, but potentially deep into the second round. Love Edwards as a player. What does this give them in a potential? You've got to look at Golden State out there. Phoenix, look, for whatever reason, Chris Paul is a regular season player. Mm -hmm. they, I, I know he played well in the postseason times, but their teams just don't win. How do you see Minnesota in the West? Because I, I think they're an intriguing team. So I, I keep presenting it. There's two ways to look at it, yeah. right? There's the way that we look at it, which is betting. Yeah. I don't care about five years from now, right? right. I think I in agree. the sense of the package, they overpaid for Rudy Gobert. But if you're asking me power rate Minnesota for next year, I have slugged them as bet on regular season team, very much not a postseason team. Got I it. think they're going to go over their win total. I think they're going to be a vet on team on a night-to-night -night basis. But when you get to the postseason and the team that I have circled because they're just kind of the archetype, when they run into a team like the Clippers, who are going to go five wide, play right. a bunch of dudes who are at the very tallest 6'8", and are going to attack you off dribble penetration at every point, and then kick the ball around to open shooters, that's where I think Minnesota's going to run into like a brick wall when it comes to playoff basketball. But in the regular season, I think they're going to be great. Like, I think they're going to be like a 50-ish win team, maybe a three-seed in the Western Conference, but not like a real threat because I think there's a real way to handle them on the offensive end. How good is John Wall going to be? I'm sorry, Tim. No, no. The, I, I, being a ball hug here, I'm going full John Wall. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. How good would John Wall be with Kawhi and with PG in that lineup there? I think the Lakers, I'm sorry, the Clippers being in Los Angeles, I think it would add a little bit of excitement. But him not having played for so long, I actually think it's a benefit. You don't have the wear and tear that everybody else has. I think it's a benefit for him, but it's also something the Clippers have been desperately looking for. Yeah. The north-south point guard, right? The guy who can get up to the basket, can dish to guys, can work off of dribble penetration. Like, Reggie Jackson's really good. I I love Reggie Jackson. I like him a lot. But, you know, he's a scoring guard, right? Yeah. And he's not a guy who's going to get a high pick and roll and attack off the bounce, things like that. It's something the Clippers have desperately needed. They got it cheap, so I, I like it. Like, it's cheap. Uh, it's kind of 
kind of the archetype of the player that you needed. And again, he kind of said it like every once in a while, you know, if it's December 13th and we're in, you know, we're in Denver on the second leg of a back to back. And if I need to step up and score 25, you could probably do that. And I think John Wall fits that for him. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's a good move for the price, you know, six million yeah. bucks. I, I think yep. it's a it's a great move. Jonathan Von Tobel hanging out with us. We're at Summer League uh, at Thomas and Mack. It is the JVT set we're sitting on right now. Uh, the other rumor, and this one seems more substantial, and it makes sense, right, with Danny Ainge and his ability to burn things down but build them back up in the haul that he got for Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks have eight picks at their disposal, some young pieces. Let's say this trade goes down, whatever the price is. Donovan Mitchell and Brunson in that backcourt, to me, I'm, I'm not super enthused. They can't play any defense, <laughs> yeah. so... What does that do in your eyes, power rating-wise, for the Knicks if they ultimately land a Donovan Mitchell? Everything goes well, seventh seed, right, sixth seed? Because like, that's what I kind of feel. But they might win the summer league, right. so you know. I, well, I really hope they do. Uh, but No, I, like, I think that's the case. And look, when we talk about like these teams, right, and I kind of lap them all together, there are some times where teams, like, yes, the end goal for every team is the NBA Finals. But when you're a team who, like the New York Knicks, their best point guard has what, was, uh, was, uh, was Frazier, right? And that's, what, 40 years ago, something like that? Charlie Ward, yeah. 90, uh, 90, Earl, Earl Monroe, baby. Jeremy Lin. Uh, Earl like, Monroe. You're Sometimes you're just desperate to hit like a single or a double. And remember, I always tell this, and I'll tell it really quickly. I remember four years ago, walking out of Penn Station and looking at a banner, challenging LeBron to come to New York. It's been LeBron, KD, Kyrie. Now it's Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson. Like, you're just kind of desperate for that star, and they finally seem to be able to get him. If, if I'm Utah... I am sending Packers to Mitchell's house and helping him pack because there's no reason to keep him around. What are you going to win with Donovan Mitchell? I I said this about JVT, and I know we got about 30 seconds, but I said this about the Bradley Beal Beal signing. Why would you re-sign him if you're Washington? No offense, Tim. I know you're from the area. I don't get this. Most irrelevant franchise in all the sports. I agree. And what are you going to do? Get to a five seed? I'm sorry, not a five seed, a seven seed? seed. At least Leonsis Leonsis has a history of that, right? Alex Ovechkin with the Capitals. He holds on to his hometown stars for a while, but no, you're right. It's just not really going to be a needle mover. A little offended by that comparison. Obi's got a ring. Obi's greatness. <laughs> it took forever. Yeah. <laughs> he finally got it, though. Here in Vegas. Hey, JVT, we appreciate yeah, of course, it. Guys. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, co-host of The Edge here on VSIN. We're coming on back on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. So sign up today and you'll get our VEASAN Daily Best Bets. That includes Adam Burke's Daily MLB Best Bets. Adam has some insights on the Home Run Derby on Monday. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, NASCAR, whatever you want, we have it. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features the Daily Best Bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now. Head on over to VEASAN.com slash summer. It is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, alongside Amal Shaw. I am Tim Murray. Always great to uh, have JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, join us on set. Real quickly, just uh, a quick mention. I know you are very invested in the Open Championship, Amal. Uh, Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland currently, after today's round, tied atop the leaderboard at 16 under, shot a 6 under today. Cam Smith and Cam Young sitting at 12 under. Uh, So your final pairing tomorrow will be Hovland and McIlroy. Um, A really fun conversation there with JVT, and I feel like a lot of different ways to go. And I want to start with the last discussion that we had about Donovan Mitchell. Mm And you mentioned the trade for Rudy Gobert, and you liked it for the Timberwolves. It makes them better, and I I don't disagree. Um, But the Utah Jazz clearly playing the long game. Danny Ainge has a history of this, what he was able to do with the Boston Celtics. The Brooklyn trade was obviously, you know, infamous in in how how many assets they were able to get. Look, if the the price for Rudy Gobert was essentially five first-round picks, if you want to include Walker Kessler, because he was a first-round pick this year, and the Knicks are as desperate as they are, spending over $100 million on a fine player, Jalen Brunson. I, I, it's like a shrug of the shoulders. Like I, it, it's so funny, Amal, because I didn't want to – I like Jalen Brunson. He's a good player. But is he worth that? Probably not. I think they're going to sense the desperation, and they're going to get a whole lot 
for Donovan Mitchell, and uh, it's going to be a team that you and I and JVT might like to fade this upcoming year. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I thought the Brunson signing was a little bit surprising to me. Four years, $100 million. I, I just would not have paid Jalen Brunson that kind of money. I think it hamstrings you moving forward in terms of what you could potentially recruit. The other thing is I think the dynamics in New York have to change a little bit. I think they have to turn it into a situation where they attract people to come. It's a great market to play in. Yeah. I always said, you know, LeBron wants to be considered better than Jordan. I said, look, he's never going to be, but if you want to at least make the argument closer, go to New York and win. And then you'll have an opportunity. All of a sudden, by default, people will say you're better than Jordan. I mean, you're going to have 20 million people in the area, the five boroughs in New York, in Jersey and Connecticut saying that for you. So, you know, I, I, look, Donovan Mitchell, I'm with you. I, I don't think he moves the needle enough for you. And the NBA, the one thing is the first-round picks don't have the same value as they do in the NFL. Sure. Um, you know, that's why some of these picks are so expendable. Historically, Tim, there was a stretch from 1992 through 2011, uh, second-round picks, only 20% of the players played more than 100 games in the NBA. So I, I get why, uh, if you're in Minnesota, you're willing to part with those guys. You're expecting to be drafting in the 20s. You're not expecting these picks to have that much value. If you're Utah, you know, you're going to have an opportunity to bring in guys and build a program together. And they're, they're an organization that really needs to do it through the draft, mm -hmm. simply because they aren't able to attract free agents. Um, but to me, I think the Jazz are a great market simply because you get great fan support there. They love that team. They're the only professional team in town. So we'll see what happens. But I tend to agree with you. I think the Knicks are going to end up overpaying in a situation for a player that doesn't get to where you want to be. I look at a lot of the signings in the NBA. I wouldn't make them from a business standpoint. I understand you have to get to the bottom of the salary sure. cap. I would actually sign a relative onto the team and pay him $40 million and say, listen, you're going to kick me back $35 million. There's no reason to pay these stiffs. <laughs> I think that might be illegal. Why? I mean, some of these guys are getting paid. It looks like it should be illegal. I mean, the reality of it is. You don't when, like Lou Dort getting $87 million? You know, good for him. I would mean, not expect a Bobby Hurley coach player to ever get $87 million, but that happened now. Um, you know, some of the guys getting some of these deals, good, good on the players, but I, I just don't get it from a tactical standpoint for a team. What are you looking to do? And the objective is, in my opinion, if you're not the one team that's had a successful year, which is the Golden State Warriors, everybody else should be looking to improve in some capacity. And sometimes that might be trading away your best assets in order to go for a long-term decision. You know, everyone criticized Sam Hinkie in Philadelphia for what he was doing. The reality was, he made the right moves, in my opinion. I would have done exactly what he did. And Beats had injury history. Uh, ben Simmons just didn't materialize mentally. And then Markel Fultz, yeah. I, I didn't like him as a first overall pick, but I, I don't think there were too many other options in that draft. So sometimes it doesn't work out based on what's in the draft. And sometimes guys don't work out. Look at Imani Bates at Memphis goes to Eastern Michigan. That's a guy, like, if you had taken him first overall a couple years ago, you'd be crying now. Well, what is this guy? Right. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. was yeah. going to go to Duke. Instead, he goes and plays for his father, and he ends up with a 28th overall pick, and I think a lot of people were surprised he even went yeah. uh, in the first round there. But yeah, you bring up a good point, and, he, and he, it, it kind of brings it back to Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge looks like a genius because he traded out of the first pick to three. He gets Jason Tatum, and Hanky trades up. You know, he, he finally he has all this plethora of picks. He's like, all right, I got my guy. It's Markel Fultz. Yeah. It doesn't ultimately work out. So yeah, it's been interesting. You look at a lot of the pieces that Danny Ainge was able to acquire, you know, in draft and the cultivation of them, the Robert Williams, the Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown going three was a surprise a couple of years ago, and now he's a you know a really solid player and you know 20 plus a game guy. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think the the blockbuster trade, in my opinion, and who the hell knows in the NBA, but the one we're going to see is not Kevin Durant. I think it's Donovan Mitchell eventually ends up in New York. It just makes all the sense, like you said. If you're Utah right now, you're clearly in the rebuild. You you trade Royce O'Neal for a first round pick. Yeah. Your coach has said, I'm out. I don't want to be here anymore. Right. You go out and you, you get a young up and coming coach. Uh, in uh, in Will Hart is it Will Hart Hardy whatever I, I don't even remember yeah. uh, whatever uh, but I, I think Donovan Mitchell eventually is is a New York Nick but you know, I want to go back to the the Nets and the, this is Will Hardy thank you I, for some reason I thought that was a a wrestler so I didn't want to like go go that route um, Amal but you mentioned Kevin Durant and I've kind of come around with you on this too which is yeah if you're Joe Sy look you're under contract for four years one of the world's most elite players. If I can't get the Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and four first-round picks trade, you're not going anywhere. And, and I think that's inevitably what's going to happen. I would agree. And, and well, I mean, I should agree. I'm the one who said that. So, uh, But the reality of it is, to me, I think that you can't be held hostage, especially when you've got a guy under contract. Look, if you're in a situation where a player's contract is about to expire, then you make a move. But 
if you're Brooklyn and you've got Kyrie and KD, you're going to have a chance. I mean, that you're going to have a chance. And then don't forget, Ben Simmons hasn't even played for you yet. So it's not like this team's out of the realm of possibility. I said the Brooklyn Nets would be a team I would look at to make a bet on the futures market in the NBA, excuse me, in the Eastern Conference because I, I don't think you can dismiss them. Kevin Durant is still an elite-level player. Yes. Average 30 a game last year. Yeah, I mean, he's an elite-level player. It's not like this guy has dropped off to where you're concerned about what he can do long-term. You know, we'll worry about two, three years later on down the line, but next year, you got guys that didn't play a ton of games. You're going to be healthier. Ben Simmons comes in. He's got a lot to prove. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to see how this thing plays out. Yeah, and Brooklyn, because of these rumors has dropped, and as Elliot gets in our ear, it's 10 to 1 for the Brooklyn Nets uh, to win the Eastern Conference. Look, I was all on board of don't touch them, don't touch the Nets, don't touch the Nets, they're overvalued, but now it's almost that point where it's so reactionary that people just are assuming because we keep talking about it, Kevin Durant's gone, Kyrie's gone. And you mentioned Ben Simmons. I am so fascinated to see Ben Simmons in this system because you know, we, we all know about the issues he has of he's just allergic to shooting. But he is a borderline elite defensive player, and if you get him out there and you're taking the pressure off of him all, don't have to score. You got Kyrie, you got Kevin Durant. I'm very curious to see. He's a good passer. Uh, I'm very curious to see if he's in the right mental mindset, if Ben Simmons can play well with these two guys. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Um, you know, by the way, quick trivia question for you. You know what cities had the most first overall picks in the NBA overall in NBA history? And two of them are on the same team. But Alter, no. Mel, no, I meant where, with the city where the players are oh, born. I should have oh, okay. been more clear. I'm oh, sorry Melbourne, about that. Australia? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, Andrew Bogut, and uh, Ben Simmons. You know, you mentioned Simmons as a defender. This guy, to me, should be a first-team All-NBA level defender every year. You look at Durant's length, he's got the same capability, and maybe not at the same level of Ben Simmons, but... I, I tell you what, Tim, I, I think they could be stifling defensively, mm -hmm. and this team could be really good. I still think at 10-1 to 1 they've got a shot. Boston's going to be good. Milwaukee, um, you know, Miami's going to be very solid. I thought Miami played a little bit over their head. It was a combination of coaching with Spolstra. Jimmy Butler was terrific. I just don't think Miami's as good as some of the other teams in the Eastern Conference, but I still think the Nets are very dangerous. Well, and you look at some of the pieces that Miami has that, you know, come the playoffs, as, as JVT was alluding to about Rudy Gobert in that roster in the postseason, Miami, you know, some of those pieces just don't really work well in the postseason. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson was unplayable uh, in the postseason. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, yeah. they, we never saw the floor. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but I, I think if you're Brooklyn, you still got the pieces in place. I, I think you go to Kyrie Irving and you go to um, you know, Kevin Durant and say, listen, you're not getting traded, so here's the options. You're either going to play for us or we're going to go full Al Davis on Marcus Allen and you're going to sit. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Kyrie would nothing surprises with Kyrie. He yeah. could he could say I'm I'm just gonna sit. Kevin Durant I, I think he'll want to play. He's under contract for four years. He's gonna play. And then look at the moves. By the way, as we we're about to hit a break, look at the moves the Brooklyn Nets have made this offseason. It is not a rebuilding team. They traded no. a first round pick for Royce O'Neal. They go out to get T.J. Warren. This is a team that's saying we want to win now. Absolutely. That's Amal Shaw. I'm Tim Murray. We are live from Thomas and Mac. It is Summer League, final couple days of the Summer League. We're going to go behind the counter at BetMGM next right here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler. Alongside Amal Shaw, I am Tim Murray. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. We are live from Thomas and Max Center in Las Vegas, summer league for the NBA okay. wrapping up. And it's always a pleasure to go behind the counter, see where the action's coming in for all things and a big, big I'll say match tonight yes. uh, here in uh, in Las Vegas. Mike Peranio joins us uh, right now on the phone, Mandalay Bay Sportsbook Manager. Mike, uh, always a pleasure. We appreciate it. Uh, I'll start with the Open Championship. Tiger Woods ultimately misses the cut. Uh, I got to imagine you and uh, your fellow brethren, sportsbooks across the world, were celebrating uh, and rejoicing that Tiger not only didn't make the cut, but he also does not win outright. Yeah, strictly in a business sense, we do love Tiger. So it, it's strictly because people bet him. And, you know, the odds were 40 to 1, 50 to 1 on him winning it. It's uh, uh, probably one-tenth of what they should have been. You know, he's a great, great golf player and great uh, champion. But he's just not right yet. And uh, it's tough to see it sometimes when he's out there. It was tough to see him walk the bridge. Yeah, Mike, you made a great point on him. Should have been about 400 to 500 to 1. I was just on a radio show on, on uh, Mad Dog the other day, and I said they asked me about Tiger. I said, listen, instead of betting on him, make a local do- uh, donation to your uh, nearest food bank. I mean, this guy had no shot. What a gift this was. No, no wonder why Mike said he's probably not going to join us the next couple of weeks. He's taking vacations just based on the money they made on Tiger. I mean, you got Rory McIlroy, a guy now in contention there with Victor Hovland. Um, any liability? I would figure Rory's a pretty popular player, 150th British Open Championship. Um, you know, him being there from there in that area, obviously a popular pick. Uh, how's your liability on uh, Rory? Uh, you know, when I, I listened to our BetMGM ad, a good intro for me to come in here. But the, the guys at BetMGM and, and MGM Resorts, they've done a great job on these odds. They always do, but it's amazing to me when I see it, you know, when we're almost all the way through. We only lose on two golfers, and it's small, DJ, Dennis, uh, DJ and Cameron Smith, who was looking bad today, but kind of went backwards in a big way today. So, uh, we make big money on Rom and Hovland, and, and even a little bit on McElroy. So, and I'm even shocked we win money on Scheffler, and uh, he was decent odds going into the day and had a shot of getting in there. So, it's kind of amazing the job they've done on these uh, golf uh, matchups and golf futures. And uh, the matchups were a little different. Uh, we, we had some liability, especially with Spieth against Rom. 
uh, and Fitzpatrick against JT. So even those are turning out pretty good for us uh, today. On the and those are overall matchups for the whole tournament, not today's matchups. So uh, they've done a great job uh, with that, and we're in a good position on this. Uh, DJ still maybe has a chance to win, but we only lose a little bit. Cameron Smith is still small, but we've got a bunch of guys that are in contention that we can use, and uh, they look like they have a shot. Uh, Mike, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to go to a sport I'm a huge fan of. Chelsea playing here tonight at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, taking on Club America from Mexico. Uh, for people that are unfamiliar, they play in uh, Stadio Azteca down in Mexico City, a, a prominent team in that league there. Chelsea, obviously led by Thomas Teichel, an, a team that just won the Champions League, not this year, but the previous year. Uh, should be a lot of fun, and I understand you guys are involved with that. Yeah, I mean, it's across the street. We're involved with anything that goes on across the street. We've got, actually, next week they're bringing one of the trophies here, and, you know, you get to see it. So uh, maybe we'll be able to talk about that next week and how that went. But, uh, you know, the stadium across the street uh, is a big deal for us, and uh, we're seeing some good action on, on, the, on, the, on the soccer, if you want to call it football. And uh, next week, of course, two games, Friday and Saturday, uh, ending with Madrid and Barcelona on Saturday, which uh, is a big, big deal. It's going to be fun. So uh, it's interesting to see these matchups and uh, having the stadium in Vegas. It's a perfect place for these kind of matches, and I, I look forward to it continuing. And to be honest, uh, how long can it be before we have a World Cup or Olympics here? It just makes sense. We're talking to Mike Perrano, Mandalay Bay Sportsbook Manager, joining us here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. So, Mike, uh, we're sitting here at Thomas and Mac, where the rookies have uh, have made their way through. Majority of the the big name rookies, maybe all of them, are are done for for summer league. But that doesn't stop the betting action. I'm looking at your odds right now at BetMGM. You do have Paolo uh, Bonchero as the favorite, very slightly ahead of Chet Holmgren, uh, Jabari Smith at plus 550. Uh, what is the action been like for you guys on the rookie of the year market because it has felt like it's very reactionary by the betters uh, with a good performance they're racing to the window to fire away on uh, on whatever top pick played well yeah i, I mean it, it's tough sometimes you want to be careful just for betters knowledge uh betting those kind of bets is not the wisest bet uh you might want to take your time and and look at something else uh, on a general basis. Of course, if you win, that changes everything. But uh, uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on with the, you're right, uh, absolutely right, they're reactive. It's the same thing with uh, anything like that, Heisman, uh, MVP bets. Whenever there's a trade or somebody's maybe hurt or going to be suspended, there's massive action on those, and they fluctuate so much. And that's, I think we talked about it last week, when anytime you're going to let us hold your money for a while, you got to think twice about it. Uh, and uh, like I said, if you win, it's always great. I, I like Mike's honesty and transparency, right? Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't say that. So first of all, that's much appreciated. You mentioned, you know, some of these long-term bets. I want to go uh, to a sport that Tim and I love, college football. Uh, Heisman Trophy odds, I felt, are too short on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I know they're the uh, prohibitive favorites, and I think Young's got to have an elite year to go back-to-back. -back. Generally speaking, it seems like the voters don't want to give it to someone back-to-back -back unless they just play out of this world. Um, any other names maybe that jump out to you that people could take a look at? I thought Caleb Williams at USC, I don't know what you guys have, Matt, but I've seen him at 8-1, to one. could be an interesting one. Or any other players maybe off the top of your head that people should consider? No, I, you're right about Williams. That's uh, and and we're around that eight to one. Uh, that's uh, that seems like uh, just for. I'm not a huge better on those, obviously, and I, I do like to be honest, yeah. of course. When that's kind of what our company's about. So the problem with uh, having bets like that is they change so drastically. You might get better odds yeah. three weeks from now. You know, it's just uh, it's such a uh, up and down markets on there uh, and BetMGM does a good job we offer so many bets and uh, I'm not trying to discourage people from wagering it's just take a second look at it and think <laughs> about it and uh, we're, we're not just here to we want people to enjoy this and it's entertainment and and uh, that's why you know we talked about it last week you know how to know your house rules also so you know what's going to go on so you don't get an unpleasant surprise when you try to cash a ticket 
You know, Mike, I'm glad you brought up something about house rules. I'm a big tennis guy, tennis better. And one of the things that people are unaware of in tennis is a match many places has to go to conclusion, Tim. So even if you win the first set and the player retires in the second set, the bet is voided. And I, I thought Mike just brought up a great, great point from a betting standpoint, regardless of what sport you're betting, wherever you're betting, either ask for a copy of the house rules, regardless of the wager. It might be, it just might be a straight bet on a college basketball game, an NBA summer league game, whatever it is. Get complete clarity on it. Mike, I don't know if you were in Las Vegas in 2000, I believe it was 2002. I was at the game at Sam Boyd Stadium. Might, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't 2002. It was 2000, I think it was, when Wisconsin played UNLV in that 26-7 game, and then the uh, lights went out with about 6.48 to go or something in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Yeah, I mean, this stuff happens a lot, and people don't realize it, and that's why maybe I say it too many times on the show, but it's good for, you know, like you said, get uh, people to know and customers to know what the rules are. And it happens, I don't have to go back to 2000, I can go back to like two weeks ago where a tennis match where uh, the guy played uh, one set but didn't finish the second set, an injury. And tennis is a tough sport because if they go to five sets, it's a grueling, hard sport. And sometimes they withdraw, but you know, some people have one set and it's good, and some people have two sets. And, uh, you know, I have people come to the counter and they show me a competitor's house rules, and I go, yeah, you need to look at our house rules because ours are different. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's something you don't want to find out about it when you're trying to catch a $10,000 parlay. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's no doubt about that. Mike, we always appreciate the insight and uh, enjoy a little soccer tonight. Yeah, next week, too. I'll be here next week. We'll talk about it then. Mike Peranio, Mandalay Bay Sportsbook Manager, joining us here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. That's Amal Shaw. I'm Tim Murray. We're live at Thomas & Mack at NBA Summer League. Come on back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.